0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are. For those of you that don't know me, we should start off with that respect. My name is Andrew Grosset. I'm joined by my esteemed friend, colleague, mentor, person that you look up to. And if you hear this guy's voice, someone that I aspire to be. (laughs) Mr. JT himself. There you go. In the house. There you go. So I guess I'll probably start off with the introductions to this. So we... JT appeared on my Andrew Speaks podcast, and we got into his story, and we got into all of the bits and various different scenarios that had occurred over the course of his life that made the man himself, and then after we finished doing that, we sort of sat there and thought, right, well, there are some deeper subjects out there that we'd like to to get involved in, and um, I think our minds have always synced over the times in that respect. So we decided we were going to launch something new, you know, and come up with something something, something we felt that, that was needed and was called for and to get into the subjects that people were too afraid to talk out loud. Absolutely. Something that will be beneficial to uh, to all and to a lot of
1: people out there. Um, and as Andrew rightly said, uh, something that people often think about but rarely have the, uh, the confidence or the the courage to address or to speak about. And so we shy away from these things, but they occupy such a prominent place uh, in our thought process. Um, so we wanted to tackle some of those things and see if we could, you know, try and help uh, address some of those issues. Um, and one of the things that um, we decided to kick this show off um, <laughs> talking about was the difference between quitting. And persevering. Um, oftentimes, we hear about the thin line between love and hate, and it's a, it's a caption, it's a, it's a comment, it's something that we're all kind of familiar with. But what about the thin line between quitting and persevering? Because mm-hmm. we're living in a day and age where, again, such a truth, such a topic, such a subject, such a question, uh, is very, 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 very relevant um and so let's get into this let's let's talk about it yeah to quit or to persevere yeah to and
0: how do you know the difference between the two to stay or to go <laughs> to stay or to go go that's how the song used to go in it Gonna wake you up before you go go that's the I thing or <laughs> well, not waking people up and just going wherever it is it comes to mind um it's just this is this is a uh, it's an interesting one and a diff and a difficult one, and then, and I suppose the reason why I come at it from that angle is because it is, for me personally, relative to the situation and the scenario, and and I suppose being able to analyse that said scenario accurately, you know, and that's I think that's that's where my biggest sort of niggle question mark i'm not sure what label to put it on it but i think that's where the biggest amount of confusion is i i don't think people especially these days accurately measure a situation they just run to the answer you know it's like that swipe left swipe right whatever yeah, it, yeah. that app is we'll keep names off of it for set for, for 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 now then when it caught into that copyright laws and stuff like that but in in this in this day and age where it, everything is so Immediate, I think people forget that understanding takes time. You know? understanding takes time. And it's not just you understanding the person that you're with or understanding the scenarios or understanding yourself within those scenarios. You know, I do think that people quit before they've even really got started. I think people you know, it's like there's, a, there's, an episode, there's an episode of Friends with... Um, I, I watch Friends a lot. <laughs> yeah, hands, hand, hands held high with that one. Um, but there's an episode of Friends where Chandler and, and Monica have just got together and they have their first fight. It's not even really a fight. It's a disagreement. can't remember what it's over. But Chandler expects this relationship to be over. He expects it to be done because they've had a fight. And Monica looks at him and she laughs and she's like, right, well, don't be silly. You know, welcome to your first adult relationship. And I think it kind of hits the nail on my head in my, from my understanding right now, or my, my opinion, should we say, yeah. say understanding, say opinion, opinion on how people view things. They hit a hurdle. And completely misjudge it and go, right, well, if I don't immediately understand something, then it must immediately go away. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I mean, there's so much that you just said right
1: there that I think we need to, we kind of need to digest and dissect. Um, firstly, quitting and persevering implies for me the need to start in the first place. Yeah, uh, yeah yeah you know if you if you're going to persevere at something uh it implies that you started in the first place if you're going to eventually come to a point in the place where you quit something again it's because you first started and in this day and age in which we live as you rightly said um people have a problem sometimes starting a thing yeah um And I think in life, there's going to be some things that you're naturally kind of ushered into just by reason of the process, the course of life, the direction that your life is taking. But I also think that there there are other things that you have to make a very conscious decision to get up and begin to have the courage to, to start, whether that be a business or whether that be a relationship. But when you really put... Um, those different aspects of our life under a microscope everybody comes to a point and a place where they have to be willing to first start a thing again whether you are automatically ushered into that just by reason of life or whether it's a more conscious decision you're going to have to come to that point and place and so again quitting and persevering implies that you first got to start and there are things that we all kind of start, again, relationships, businesses, etc. And along the way, we get to a point and a place where sometimes the pressures behind those things um, brings us to a point and a place where we have to assess, is this something worth continuing? Yeah. Or is this now time for me to to give this up? And again, this is what we want to kind of explore because I th- I, th- I really think there's so much here. <laughs> there is really so much here. Um, the power of starting. We could we could spend a whole session on that.
0: Absolutely, uh, yeah. just talking about that. <laughs> I think we probably end up might might <laughs> well end up doing that. Because I mean, <laughs> I, I, I I you mentioned the how the the power of starting. We'll call we'll call it that. It's a glorious start to put on top of it. But I. It's, as you were saying, it, there's so many things resonating through my head because I think people need to understand what starting something actually is. It's not just thinking about doing it. It's not just... Deciding that this is what you're going to do. It's actually putting commitment to something. Absolutely. It's actually putting commit, pressing commitment and actually deciding that I have started this and I intend to finish it. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people, when they get into, you mentioned businesses, they get into relationships. They don't actually fully start because they're never fully committed. They weren't commi- fully committed or involved in the first place. They just sort of started you know they're sort of seeing this girl uh, while they're sort of seeing other people they're just sort of seeing this guy while they're texting all these other guys just to keep their options open they sort of going right well i'm going to start this business while they still look for another job to keep things going to keep that safety net under there starting something involves taking on risk it means going this is what i want to do saying it out yeah, loud yeah. and then putting your chest out there and going right This is what I'm now going to do and actually taking that step that happens after that sentence is is concluded and it's been put out there into the universe. I think a lot of people misunderstand starting something. They think that starting something means making the decision to start when actually it's when you combine it with the commitment of action. That actually equates to you or defines you. Actually, I love starting, that. I love that, and that's
1: why again I think the power of starting is such a, mm. uh, a a powerful kind of sentiment and statement to make because behind that that power of starting, we're talking about it's fueled by faith. yeah it's fueled by sacrifice. Yeah. It's fueled by courage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots is <it's>, <laughs> fueled by so much things in order to truly get started at a thing. Yeah. But sometimes we overlook these things. We think we just we get up and, and start it. The disciplines and
0: yeah. as you rightly said, the commitment. Yeah. All of them are vital. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it goes through it goes through every every element of your life. And you get into it if you decide you're gonna get into a relationship with someone, you know. Talking about becoming boyfriend and girlfriend is all is, is all well and good, you know? But you haven't started it yet, you know? You haven't started it yet. You haven't got into the nitty-gritty, and I love this using this phrase, and I do it when we're doing couples counseling game, of deciding who's doing the dishes. Because believe it or not, that's starting. It's deciding who's going to do the nuts and bolts of, the, of, of, of your relationship. Do we celebrate Valentine's Day or don't we celebrate Valentine's Day? Do we go on holiday for your birthday or mine? How do we do this thing called life now collectively deciding on that and then actually going, right, now let's do it. You know, and making that committed step when it comes to getting into business. Getting into business is not a part time thing you know it's not a part-time thing it's not something you can really do whilst you're doing something else because you're not fully involved you're not fully connected to it you need to be connected to the risk in order to experience the triumph it's it's a two plus two equals four equation you can't do that without it so when people talk to me about starting something i'm like well where's the act you can't just starting something isn't a verbal thing it's an action and followed followed by the absolute commitment from yourself to follow it through, following it through with intent to finish. Now, I use the word intent to finish quite deliberately because we all know that sometimes, and in this subject that we're talking about here, things don't necessarily go according to plan or sometimes it doesn't follow through to the end or you need to quit, and we'll use that word in inverted commas here for now, um, before you get to stage where you actually hit the glorious point that you were planning to do in the first place. But you have to have legitimately started with the absolute intent of succeeding. That's the only definition of starting there really is. Absolutely, absolutely, That's absolutely, bro. Gonna put that. Bell. It is. Yeah. So we're getting to the point of going right. Well, how do you know when, when once you've started, whether or not you've hit that point where it's time to quit or to leave oh well, before we even get there again there's another phase that
1: again, maybe we need to break this down into a series i don't know <laughs> but there's another uh, phase that is so crucial um, that we've got to understand and again respect and appreciate and that is the process Yeah, You know, you start something and we're living in a day and age and a culture where we start something today. We want results tomorrow. Yeah. And it's not about that all the time. And sometimes you've got to be willing to respect the process, go through the process, which again, calls upon some big things that a lot of people in
0: this day and age are short on patience. (laughs) Patience, consistency, all of that combined. Definitely. Yep definitely all, all of those all, things Well those big words that school teachers used to say at you and it makes you shine to the corner I think you need to shut your mouth and leave me alone yeah. all of those words there play a massive part and you're right we can't really jump ahead to that point where I was going to before we have before dealing with this one you know it's it's having the discipline to follow through on a process for something there are some things that can't be fast-tracked you know? yeah. and we live in a day and age where the internet has taught us that everything is immediate. Everything is right now. I can go and search and find this information right now. I can go and find this thing right now. I can post a picture on Instagram and get people to like me right now. But you're failing to understand that those people on Instagram don't know you. Wikipedia is not you it's not your understanding it's a search bar the the, 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 to truly know information requires you to read it over and over again for it to register in your head and to be stored so you can recall it when it comes to people actually liking you that takes an investment of time into that relationship with that person whether that be a boyfriend girlfriend your mum, your sister it doesn't matter the term relationship forms how people relate Mm -hmm. so when we in order for you to relate to someone there needs to be substance in there for the two of you to relate to. You know, the people you you care about, you are connected by shared experiences. You're connected by shared stories, shared journeys. Those journeys took time. Posting pictures on Instagram does not create that journey. Just being able to search something imme- and getting something immediately now doesn't create that connection. And when we're talking about, let's say for argument's sake, Drawing into put, put, putting getting your business together and getting it out there, there is a process for you to actually be enable you to do that. Before you get to the process of enabling you to make it success, successful. You know, there there is there's 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 a tax to
1: pay in there. Absolutely, you know? there's a tax to. Pay and, and that's why I say that the process is something that has to be and ought to be respected because. Yeah. One of the things about the process, the process is designed to to do something in the individual that is pursuing the goal. Absolutely. And so that process is designed many a times and life will, will will make it that way. That that process is designed to strengthen you, it's designed to educate you, it's designed to to give you a better understanding of different elements that perhaps you don't see through your own kind of glass yeah. uh, bubble or, or through your own kind of final vision. Um, it, it's designed to, to help you see things. From a different perspective, sometimes that will allow you to be more empathetic to the next person. (laughs) And so it's the process uh, that you have to appreciate, respect and sometimes endure. Because, again, before you can sometimes get to that point and place where you experience, in inverted commas, the success you've got to be
0: prepared for that yourself. Absolutely. And the process does that. Absolutely. I mean, I I say to people time and time again that pain is life's most efficient teacher. You know, pain is the most, most efficient teacher when you're a kid you learn that you no know, radiators are hot and you shouldn't play with them by burning your hand relationships you really learn that that behavior is not acceptable because you lost someone or someone told you that it was unacceptable and you and you felt some pain pain is life's way of teaching you and um, teaching you things i think a lot of people along the way mistake that lesson for an exit sign you know? and therefore miss out on the lesson and miss out on the things that were, that were due to come to them after that point of understanding. Now, we were talking about this with um, my other half this morning um, when we were talking about people in jobs these days. you know, Guys expect to walk into a job and then six months later, they're the manager, you know, and they fail to realise that or they decide that they want the management job and they don't want the the, the internship, you know, when they fail to realise that the internship's the job that you need to have now to give you the skill in order to do yeah. the managerial job yeah. properly and effectively and experience the success. And sometimes by fighting your way to delete that experience element of it, you inevitably cut yourself out of the success that you so badly quest for or or, or want. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm. 100%. Mm. The
1: process is important. No two ways about it. But inevitably... We go from the start. We go through the process, and we do get to a point in a place where you know sometimes uh, we just want to quit. <laughs> yeah, it's as simple as that. And you know, when you really, when you're really about something and you you're, you're you're really trying at something, it, it does become a very difficult place. Whether again, relationship or business, it becomes a difficult place to know whether. Quitting is sometimes the best option, or it's just a,
0: a scapegoat. Yeah. I mean, I have, an, I have an issue with the whole term quitting. I I always have, because I don't think that... Quitting to me implies that you have deserted something, or you've terminated something out of turn, or prematurely, or, or what have you. Um, when sometimes it was the way in which it was supposed to be. And if you have truly started something and you've truly committed yourself to something and you've truly given that thing your role, and that could be a relationship, it could be a business, whatever, it could be a job, and you've truly committed to it you've given it everything you've got, you've persevered through, through the process of it, and then you get to a point where it's either going to be damaging, it's too damaging for you to endure and you feel that you need to step out or you come to a point where you've lost love within that certain situation and you need to step out. I don't think that that can actually be termed or deemed as quitting Mm -hmm. because actually I think in that perspective, it's actually the logical decision to make and it's actually the right decision to make. When I think back over... And we won't go into relationship circumstances because that's a bit too easy. We'll go back over. I used to have a gym. So I used to have a gym in South East London. And we started this gym and we had it running for six years. Now I got to a point and I remember this day clearly. It was a Thursday. I'd been I, there was an issue with the, with the with the banking spreadsheet. There was a financial hole in it. I spent the whole night looking at this spreadsheet, could not get this thing to work, and I was just right, I don't know what to do. And I was sat in my, my my office was in the basement and it had frosted glass. You couldn't really see outside, but I could tell it was going from night to day. And I was sat there, tears streaming in the dark going, I I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I kept going over my head and I kept thinking somehow that if I, the more I stared at this screen and the more I stared at this Excel spreadsheet again, somewhere in there, there was something I had missed. But there wasn't. It was just the way in which it was. And I remember sat there looking at my, the one of my first members of staff who comes in, opens the door at six, supposed to be, turns up at ten to six. Should have been there at half past five, but never mind. You know? And I could see him unlocking the door and I'm like, I can't have this guy see me like this. You know, So I went out the side door and I walked towards my car, but my vision was crazy. I couldn't really see properly. So I just started walking. And I was walking and I eventually stopped in Greenwich and on the curb and just curled up in a ball, just, just wanting the pain to go away. And fortunately, on that morning, where I'd stopped, there was a GP surgery down the road. And one of the GPs was coming in early, seeing me. And you could call it divine intervention from the man upstairs or the way in which it was supposed to be. But me and this doctor sat there and we we talked things through. You know, And it came to a, as we come to the end of the conversation, she said to me, she goes, look, you've got kids to live for right now. And what you're experiencing now is what they call like a, it's not a heart murmur. It's like a panic attack. She goes, but it's a sign. It's a sign of what's coming your way if you don't change something. you know. And if you don't change something before next time, it could be far worse. And I knew at that point in time, there and then, I had to step away. It was the hardest decision I'd ever made because I'd invested six years into this company, six years of putting the company first, six years of missed birthdays, six years of not going to my kid's school for assembly, sports days, six years of not being there for all the people that I loved and trusted because I put everything into this business. But I had an absolute blinding flash of the obvious that if I did not change something, I would have an eternity of not being there. And it was that, it hit me as quitting to begin with. It did. And it crucified me for a long time. But after a while, I was like, that wasn't quitting. It can't be. It can't be. Especially in the position I'm in now and coming out of that and what I'm able to do now. It can't be considered as quitting. It was the logical decision to make. It was the decision that I should have made way before. But life kept repeating the question until I heard it properly yeah. and it increased volume. So when I look back mm-hmm. at it, there were loads of little bits and pieces that happened beforehand that were signs to say you should get out. But because I was so heavily invested in this thing, I didn't want to let it go. And I didn't want to have to admit to the world that I was a failure. I didn't want to have to admit to myself I was a failure. I didn't want to look at my kids and look in my mum's face and go, I failed. I didn't want to I didn't want to face that. So I kept pushing on and on and on and on and on. Way past the point that I should have gone, and right. sometimes that's where
1: things go horribly wrong. Yeah, you know, it's like leaving something in the oven too long. You yeah, know, it, it, you know, eventually there comes a point where this is no longer
0: edible. <laughs> uh, <this laughs> is that's not, a good way. That's a good way of putting it. This, this is
1: no longer edible. This is now going to burn down the whole house. Yeah, and uh, I had a similar experience when I was down in uh, the Midlands. Um, I felt that this particular job that I was doing at the time I kind of kind of run its course I'd done my time and it was it was time to to go in a different direction Um, and I wrestled in myself with again this whole question should I persevere or am I am I quitting and that's because uh, quitting as you rightly said you know, is perceived as a negative thing yep. and it's it's so powerful and it's so good um, that we're, we're kind of dealing with the misconception around this whole thing called quitting because quitting is not always a negative thing i know we hear all the again the phrases and the the quotes you know quitters never win and winners winners never quit yeah and all that that stuff. stuff and you know that's the kind of stuff that makes us think that quitting then is a negative thing but the reality is quitting is not always a negative thing there are certain things in life that You need to quit. Absolutely. Sometimes we need to quit smoking. (laughs) We need (laughs) to quit. You know, there's various habits, there's various traits, there's various things in our life that sometimes we do need to quit for our overall uh, betterment and benefit. Um, But we need to tackle this thing because, again,
0: quitting is not always a negative. No, it's not. And I think I'd like to make sure we understand here. A lot of the people that that guys would look up to, Whether it be in sport, whether it be in business particularly, and we'll use a business example here and now, is I don't know or I have not read a story of anyone that was a self-made millionaire that has not touched bankruptcy or come close to it had to walk away from something if you go and read um richard branson's branson's book i think it's um screw it let's do it is the short and abbreviated version i read that one not so long ago you know he talks about he talks about the the magazine i can't remember student magazine that he had and he had to he had to step away from that It looked to virgin when it before it blew and those of you that remember virgin megastores will remember at one point it looked like it was about to go tits up and an, an under you know he he faced at several points that question should I quit or should I persevere you know and as it goes his business partner took upon that decision and decided to quit well for him now but he decided to step away but this is why I have that issue with that term quitting because even if we take a look at that circumstance and look it through um, and, and analyze that those of us outside will measure The success of things based on money and go right. Well, Richard Branson was the one that made the right decision to stay on because the company is now x amount millions worth of profitable, and this. Don't ever really look at what he's doing, but no one understands where that guy was, and who knows if that guy had stayed on, would it hit? Would it have got to the level that it's at now? Would it be the level of success it's at now? Mm -hmm. Would he and Branson have squabbled over things and it have fallen apart? So, yeah, the the whole I don't like the whole term of but we will I mean looking at what we're looking at now sometimes stepping away from something is the absolute right thing to do for either yourself or it to continue and move forward and spur on when we talk about my my gym I when we looked at it and I had to honestly say I was part of the problem I was part of the reasons to why it was where it was yes there were loads and loads of good good about it But essentially it's a business and it was supposed to be profitable and it wasn't as profitable as it was supposed to be. And I had to take my level of responsibility in that and go, right, well, part of that must be me. And it might not be, it it wasn't because of anything I was doing deliberately. But in order for the business to persevere and move on and actually become everything it was supposed to be, maybe the answer to that is for me to step off now. Yeah. And it was a hard decision to make, but one that was crucial for my development, certainly. Um, the business is still open, right? I don't, have a, I don't have access to the accounts anymore, so I don't know how well that's doing. But for me personally, it was the right decision for me to do before I tipped over the edge and became that burnt scone that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Absolutely. burning the house down. Absolutely.
1: You
0: know? yeah. So, but I mean, I look at you and... Uh... Your life is a
1: is testimony to this this truth that I'm about to say and that is that all right you came to a point in a place where you realise that you know what I need to stop this. Yeah but you persevered. And yeah. I, and I hope you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. You you actually persevered because what I mean by that is you didn't quit and then sit back on a couch somewhere and woe is
0: me and do nothing. You just went in a different direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it my sorry. We we'll get to the end of what my understanding of it at the end of what actually moved me past was to understand that it and you are separate, uh-huh. you know. And I think what I got, what I kept me in that gym business for so long is that my success and the gym were one. And so I saw myself as failing if I stepped away from it. Uh-huh. But actually, when we talk about the success of an individual, that like the, the business that you choose to get there. It's just the method of transport that you're getting from one place to another mm. if you're going across London and you get on a bus and the bus hits a traffic jam you get off the bus and you get on the train you know and you, you, it goes in a different direction yeah. but you still get to the same place yeah. the destination remains the same how you get there is fluid you gotta and not this guy, you you gotta know, love this guy. <laughs> and that was the lesson that life had to give me in yeah. there because yeah. I had forgotten that I got so wrapped up in this gym and these gyms issues that it, it, I'd forgotten the dream. The dream was to make Andrew Grosset successful to create opportunities for his family. That's happiness. That's my destination. That's the end of the line. That was just one car to get there. The car broke down. Fine. If your car breaks down now, you you sell the shell yeah. make your, and you go buy a new one. That's what I had to do. And life taught me that lesson wrapped up in a holy pain. You know? Yeah. But it was it was the only way that it was it had to be that loud enough for me to hear it because my hearing was that clouded I couldn't hear anything else. You know? So it was necessary. It did, didn't feel necessary at the time. It felt absolutely awful and that the world was gonna come crumbling down. But when the dust settled, I could still see the pathway in front of me. It took a while for my eyes to clear but now I was walking forward with knowledge and it took me a little while to get to decipher it wrong and separate the pain from the fact and go, right, well, actually now I understand how to do all this. Mm-hmm. Now I've got six years of managing the st- managing staff. Now I've got six years of managing premises. Now I know how to run X, Y, and Z. Now I know how to do, I know how to do things with Excel that I never knew how to do before. I was stepping into, com- into conversations with confidence backed with experience now yes. rather than no, there's no fake it till you make it. It was just I had this experience and no one could take that away from me, Yeah, but I had to separate from the business in order for everything to revolve and move on. Yeah, you know? So yeah, you, I had to understand that my method of getting to what I deemed, or was dreaming of successful is one thing, but it wasn't it. And as long as you can't class ever class yourself as a failure. Yeah. Cause you're not. Yeah. Love that. Love that. You yeah, know. You know. But, understanding that point, that point of should you stay or should you leave, um, I think a lot of people think that it's to do with analysing the situation. I think it's more to do with analysing yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And understanding where you are at and understanding where your level's are. I mean, we take a look at the whole situation. Between, I don't know his name, but... Richard Branson's business partner and that we don't know how close to the edge he was, how much stress levels he had, what his life was like. We don't know whether or not he could actually have withstood the heat of taking what, what it would have taken to get a version from where it is to right now. And then also on top of that, who knows that if that guy, maybe that guy stepping out was the injection of passion that Branson needed to actually drive it forward and get it to what it is now. Yeah. You know, it's very easy to look back on situations and a coulda woulda shoulda situation, but a lot of the time things happen because that's what they need to happen in order for other things to happen. Yeah. You know, one decision gets made and then once that permanent decision is made, lots of other things flow on after it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you you really hit on that the fact that, you know, there is a need to to kinda of
1: analyse yourself. Mm. Um, because what we're talking about is not a one-size-fits-all um, nope. type of thing. It really is. Everybody has different stress levels. Everybody has different thresholds. Uh, and so you've got to understand yourself, be true to yourself, know mm-hmm. yourself, understand why you got started in the first place, know what your goals are, uh, or what those goals were. Um, and again, you know, take take ownership over yourself. I mean, when I was talking to you about um, – my experience down in, in in the Midlands when I was doing this job, you know, in myself, I knew that I needed to go in a different direction. Yeah. But what I did was I spoke to, to the senior management, etc. And, you know, they were all, no, 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 come on, stick at it, stick yeah. at it, stick at it. And uh, as a result of me not being true to myself and allowing other people to sit behind you know, the steering wheel of my life behind the guise of, of encouragement um, because they I don't think that they meant any harm in it. But again, I didn't stay true to myself, my gut instinct. Uh, and as a result of it, uh, everything came unraveling down or apart it just everything just everything just just like that sentence right there it just came yeah, yeah. it just came it just came apart and so you've got to be able to be true to yourself knowing that this is not a one-size-fits-all uh what works for one um doesn't always work for another um and be true to you
0: yeah yeah yeah. You know, we've talked a lot about business but you know the sort of area that screams in my head at the moment is is right now as it comes to relationships as well and knowing when I suppose this is the next side to this whole thing of understanding when to quit and when to persevere um especially when it especially when it comes to that to that point and I think when I look back at a, a lot of my relationships in the past I knew I knew it was over way before, months before, I, mean, I think in a couple of occasions, I can think back probably about a year or so before I actually plucked up the guts enough to to call it a day or create a situation that enabled it to call it a day or what have you. And it does boil down to that knowing and being true to yourself and having, for lack of a better phrase, no, it's not really like a better phrase, brand standards and having standards as to what? what your name means, you know, who are you, who are you, what do you stand for, and and being brave enough to stand by that, you know, being brave enough to stand by that. I mean, I used to work in a, um, <laughs> I used to work in a bank in central London, and I remember standing there talking to this... I'm sure his surname was Clark as well, but yeah. <laughs> he was an independent financial advisor and he was the first independent black independent financial advisor man I had bumped into in my entire career. So he took me under his wing and we were talking XY and Z and he quite said so quite simply he was there was a senior branch manager that that, that would come into the to, to the space and he'd disrupt things so he'd talk to people in ways that they shouldn't really be spoken to and this and the other. everybody apart from this one guy. And at one point we were sitting there having lunch and I said to him, Why, how is it that he talks to all of us like this and he doesn't talk to you like that? And he said to me, well, because you lot let him and I don't. And I go to him, well, but he's a senior branchman. And he goes, look, the way I look at things is boils down to as simply as this. If I wouldn't let my son talk to me like that, I don't let anybody else. It's got nothing to do with what position that they've got. It doesn't matter to do with how much money they've got. My son is the guy that I would lie, lay my life down on the line for. If I would not stand him talking to me in that respect, I won't let anybody else do it. That was his brand standard. And I think a lot of people, when we go into relationships, because we we, we, walk, we walk into our future based on our past, we sit there going, well, I need this. I need this person to stay. And we make changes. I need this to work so we make changes. This circumstance has now happened and I don't want to, I don't want to have to explain to everybody that another one has bitten the dust. So we make allowances and we change who we are based on what we're so desperate to have without realising that actually, because you've changed it now, you're probably cancelling, you're opting for a different future because this wasn't what you believe in anymore. And relationships are driven on passion. Yeah. You know? yeah, they're driven on passion and they're driven on emotions and if the passions aren't there then the emotions don't land right and if that doesn't happen it doesn't have a future mm-hmm. you know? so I think sometimes you've got to be brave you know? and when you get that first kicking a bit of your stomach that goes I'm not sure about this first of all have the guts to investigate it properly and look at it yeah. the right well. Is this right? Is it not? Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's based on the scenario, but you can usually work that out quite quickly, mm-hmm. and then get to a point going right. Like, well, is this something that I should enjoy? Or is it something that I shouldn't? Does it break a brand standard of mine? And if it does, then you have to have the conversation. And I think having the conversation, whether that be with your boss, your colleague, your mum in some respects, you know, or your other half. People fear having that conversation so much. It ends up make they start making excuses for things and go right. Well, it's this way because, or I'll just put it. You know, I'll put up with this until what have you, and it ends up building into this massive, massive, massive scenario. You know, later on. Now, I used to I had a I had a conversation with with a couple a little while ago, and I, and they were describing this this sort of. St- mechanism that they had and I'll call it that because that's what it was for dealing with their relationship. So if they get into a situation where they uh, one of them wants to go, let's say for arguments sake, they want to go to one wants to go to a Chinese restaurant, one wants to go to a Jamaican restaurant. One will give in and go, all right, well I'll I'll go for I'll go to your one this time and then we go to my one next time. And that's how they dealt with everything in their relationship. And I said to them, okay, well what happens when someone forgets? And they like, what do you mean? So I mean, what happens when someone forgets and someone ends up getting their way twice? <laughs> and both of them sort of stopped and looked at me and I'm like, so what happens? What do you do then? And I, like, well, we don't know. So I mean, I'll tell you what happens. When you do that and you have a system that one trades off of the other, the minute it goes two up, somebody's winning and someone's losing. When someone's losing, someone feels compromised, they feel taken for granted. All of these negative emotions start to sprout. Because they may not know it in their conscious, but their subconscious does. Then it happens again and again and again and again. And before you know it now, now you've got this snowball of wrongdoings that no one can actually pinpoint on any one particular thing. It's just this build up of stuff. And so you use the word compromise illegitimately. Mm. And then when what do you mean? I mean because that's not compromise, that's sacrifice. Compromise is to debate something to the point where both parties win equal in that circumstance every time. In a relationship, you have to have the guts enough to keep saying no until both parties say yes. It's an agreeable term when we discuss something in a business in a business scenario. You know, someone will go right. Oh, I went twenty five grand. You're like, not having twenty five grand. I, I, I'll sell it to you for. T- I want. I'll buy it for twenty three. Then he goes, no, well, actually, I. How about twenty four? Goes, oh, well, maybe twenty three fifty. And then you settle on a point. That's a compromise. In relationships, people don't do that. We go right. Well, I'll let you have. Now, i'll be the bigger person so i'll let you have this win this time and then i'll win next time but then a lot of the times that next time doesn't happen and then before you know it you're in a divorce course mm-hmm. you know? so establishing your brand standards i think is absolutely key and discussing all of the little bits and not being afraid to have the conversations when at the point of when you're slightly dissatisfied before you get to the point of being really unhappy yeah that's deep that's deep
1: mm-hmm. love that all right, so let's talk about persevering. Then. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that because obviously we, 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 we've hit on this whole uh, misconception around quitting and the importance of being able to analyse yourself and brand standards, as yeah. you put it, etc. cetera. Um, but what about persevering? Because there is
0: there is a lot to be said about that too. Absolutely. What's your Absolutely. thoughts on that? Persevering means accepting some things. Right? It means accepting responsibility for your part. It means accepting responsi- that the other person has got responsibilities in there as well. But it means accepting the road ahead. And I think a lot of people don't do that. If you're going to persevere in something in a relationship, and let's say, for example, someone's cheated on someone, because that's usually a deal breaker for some people. But let's say, for argument's sake, someone's cheated on someone, and the two of you have decided, right, we're still going to make this work. Understand what that means. You've decided to persevere with your relationship despite the t- the trauma, but you have to accept, both parties have to accept two different routes. One, the person that was cheated on needs to accept that they have decided to move on. That means, yes, you get to talk about it, but you don't get to regurgitate the pain. Yeah. No? Yeah. You've decided to move on. That was your decision. You've decided to persevere. The person that was the cheater has to accept their course of action. You messed up and you caused pain. So understand that things aren't just gonna snap back into where they were and everybody be the same. And you have to accept that it may never be the way in which it was again because of something that you did. Perseverance is, it can be an absolute life-changing experience in lots of respects. But I think that people, one of the reasons why a lot of people fail or don't succeed in that whole persevering measure is because they weren't willing to accept the T's and C's have changed. And the new T's and C's mean you now endurance is hard because if you, especially if you're the one, if you're the one that's on the receiving end of it, then you're, you've got to understand you don't get to just keep going over and over and over and reliving your pain or be in the suspicious one When there's no reason to be, you know, you can't wear your pain like a badge. If you're, if you've chosen to persevere, you have chosen to work together past an obstacle and it has to get, keep the momentum of forward. So what are the, I
1: mean, let me put it like this, if perseverance is, is the vehicle, Mm. what is the fuel to perseverance what are those key ingredients to perseverance is it is it just a commitment is it is it is it love for a thing or for a person what is the fuel that gets that vehicle ultimately to its destination
0: that causes you to say i'm going to persevere and we're going to make it that's hard that's a hard one to to answer i mean if you i think if you're if You'd have to break that down into separate circumstances. If you're looking in a business circumstance, it it has to be the belief. Actually, no, I'll rephrase that. It's something that blankets all. It's belief. You have to believe in where you're going, no matter what respect that is. So if that's a business, you have to believe that the business can not just survive, but it can thrive. When it comes to your relationship, you have to believe genuinely that this person didn't if they if they hurt you, it's not something they're gonna do again and you can move through to that vision and that dream. You still have to be able to believe in the dream, you know? And I think that's what going back to the point, that point of deciding to persevere or to quit. Yeah. You've got to analyse, do I still believe in yeah. the dream? Yeah. Is it still possible? Do yeah. I still believe I can yeah. do it? And if that question is no, that's your answer, right? Well, I need to work an exit strategy here. If it's, yes, I do, then you need to roll your sleeves up and go, right, these are my new T's and C's and I accept that this is now the path because I've now got this challenge to go through and dig deep, you know, it's, it's belief, I believe, is the is the fuel, it's the ultimate decision maker, but it's also the fuel that carries you through yeah. because if you believe in something, nine times out of ten, you can endure anything, you know? Yeah. anything yeah. you listen to holocaust survivors you listen to people that have gone through massive lived through natural disasters you know couples that have been through to hell and back their belief in each other is what kept them together their belief in each other is what kept them moving their belief in each other is what ultimately meant that their story didn't end you know so belief what about you i think you hit the nail
1: perfectly on that. You've just got me thinking, though, in terms of relationships, etc. What happens when you have one person that
0: believes?
1: (laughs) One person that's willing to persevere and the other person that wants to quit?
0: Relationships are a two-way street. It takes two. It takes two. And if you're in a partnership with someone, then you have to accept that they may not want you. And whether that be sparked by something that you've done or something that they've done or life changes or time or any of those factors, any of those factors. I always say to people, you can't forget the I am relationship. It's important. There's only one. There's only one. But it's as important as every letter in that word. And how you feel, and I say you, it's because that can also equal they, is important. And if, if someone doesn't feel the relationship anymore, they've ultimately lost the belief, which means that the overriding decision, you have to... That compromise might mean that we remain friends and we are no longer together. If, unfortunately, you might be on the receiving end of that where you experience some pain. But again, as we just discussed, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the end for you because your goal was to sustain a happy relationship. It means that you're parted now with this person Enable somebody else to come along, and you you take the lessons that you've learnt from that relationship and move yourself forward into the next one. Absolutely. But it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow. That well, when you know one person goes, yeah, yeah, I'm in, and the other person goes, well, <laughs> it this, this is why I love what we're doing. I mean, the reality
1: is, let's truly talk. It's yeah. it's, it's really about these issues because is. these are things that are happening daily. These are things that people are living through. Yeah. these are things that are occurring yeah. even as people listen to this podcast there are going to be people that are listening to this and they're right there now, now. Yeah. right there now um, but these are things that we've got to talk about Absolutely. Because these are the things that are leading to all kind of crazy stress levels, uh, high blood pressure yeah. anxiety yeah. Uh, and all kinds of mental stuff health. Because, uh, exactly, mental health which is a big thing right now, it's because people are dealing with a lot of this stuff upstairs they're just in their mind alone and they're trying to make sense of it all so I love this platform I love the fact that we address topics like this
0: to try and help um, yeah and just going back onto that, that that bit there where you've got one person that goes yay and one person goes well I'm not so sure anymore especially in a relationship context you have to separate the emotion from the things you know and when you get to a point where a relationship ends, the, when you're dealing with the things, the emotions can't be there because they're the bit that makes it more difficult for you to actually make decisions, for you to actually gain momentum and moving. You know, when people are deciding who gets custody of children, you, know, you need to understand the bit that we're talking about here is custody. We're not talking about the children. It's where they stay. And whilst there are emotions are wrapped around the children and obviously there's pain because this relationship may not be split may not be splitting up on the best of terms.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You have to deal with the things. And the things is where do they live? Who who sees who? When? You know, how does that happen? All of these nuts and bolts that were taken for granted in the relationship before and now have to be discussed. You know? How do they transport from one to the other? And you have to pick your battles, mm. because when you're in a relationship, we all know we make a lot of adjustments and allowances for the person that we're with, you know yep, yep. and they might say something to you in, one, in in a way that you don't necessarily like but because they're in charge of the sex in your world, you go right well, you're not going to rise to that occasion well, when that's gone you, you, you find yourself sparking at every single little thing particularly if you're the person that's, that's, that's on the rough end of it, and I say to everyone, you have to separate you have to separate your emotion the emotion from the things you have to deal with the emotion but you have to arrange the things now and if you arrange the things properly then it limits the amount of pain rubbed in your relationship but it's such a difficult thing it is to do it's not easy because it's the emotion that makes us human it is it is and it's the emotion that fuels your relationship as the emotion that injects the passion into your relationship and it's the emotion that sends that passion which way every every which way when it comes to a split especially when one person hates the other and the other one still loves them, but it does it may it may make it hard but it doesn't mean that it's not something that needs to be done because even after the shouting and the screaming and the rest of it has died down the things still need to be arranged the things still remain you know the question of who's doing the dishes still stands. So, do you think? I mean, that last
1: statement there. Do you think that that is something that is kind of uh, universal? I mean, no doubt there's going to be there's going to be ladies or women out there that are listening to this, thinking, "Listen, this is two guys talking <laughs> about this. It's easy for them to turn around and say you've got to separate your emotions because we're known to be as men uh, less emotional than than perhaps women are." Oh, yeah. In terms of in terms of their overall makeup, you know. Um, so how easy is it then for our female counterparts to 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 grasp that truth or to embrace that truth?
0: Is it their truth? I've got to detach myself yeah well first things first I think men and women are as equally emotional as each other okay. we just show it in different ways guys it's delayed we have to go through it the whole yeah I know, I know but say it's a lovely subject to get into you know like, guys we like to play this card like everything's cool and we have to run like everything's okay but it, that's why all guys fall apart when they actually see the girl with somebody else they go oh crap and then the penny the penny hits the, the proverbial crap hits the fan and then they fall apart you know women deal with their emotions immediately guys deal it like we do with doms it's delayed it comes on later on i don't think that there is a, actually a difference if two people genuinely love each other you will go through exactly the same cycle whether you delay it now or you start it now but if we're talking about let's say for example we'll take the the scenario that you've laid out there down the line for ladies that are that are in the middle of their pain at that point right there and right then, you have to have mechanisms for it. And there's some things that I know it may be difficult for you to get your head around, but it doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that it's there. When you split up with someone, you have got stuff to arrange. You've got things to do. You know, The more stuff you have with that person that you split is the more stuff that you have to deal with. And again, it's a matter of accepting the new T's and C's. If you cannot stand that dude to talk to him, to see him, you need to create a mechanism whereby you don't have to talk to him or see him. The stuff still needs to be arranged. Until the stuff is arranged, the dude ain't gone out of your life. Until the stuff's arranged, you still have talk stuff to talk about. So deal with the stuff. Yeah. Deal with the stuff. Find a mechanism to deal with your emotion. So find someone that you can let it out to and you can talk through it with. And you can connect with them and you can go over all the bits and pieces as much as you need to do in order for you to find that safe place again. But then you need to create the safe vacuum for you to be able to do that. And if this guy rolling up into your world creates so much turmoil that it it enables you not to be able to do that and move on, then you need to create a mechanism here. And I would say you, because it's you that's got got the need here. So you have to take it on and accept the fact that if he's unreasonable, he's not going to become any more reasonable now. So you have to take the ball back on and go, right, well, I can't stand to see you. That may mean that you need to put a solicitor in place in between it, or you may need to put a big brother in place in between it. You may have to lean on somebody else and put them in front of it, or you may, I don't know, you need to go to some sort of extreme, whatever that may be, whatever you think is necessary, but you've got to do you now, you no? Know? you've got to do you now, and you've got to do the best that you can do to preserve you. That means you need to create a vacuum of time in order for you to deal with your emotions and process them. You know, but you can't deal with them if the guy that you can't stand and makes your blood boil and want to like whack him over the head with a frying pan is in your face all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And the, the same thing goes for guys. And I speak to the guys out there with just as much passion. If the woman that you have just split up with is the type, it, is in that position where the other guy is rattling the cage, you have to create the same sort of boundaries. You no. Know? It's nothing. Guys have a tendency of thinking that it's weak for you to ask for help. It's not. Sometimes that's the the strongest thing that you can do. If you knock, a, if you not end up knocking this girl out and you end up going into jail, no, you're not winning. You're not Absolutely. winning. You're not any stronger because of that. Absolutely. No? If you, you've just have to have to, as, a, as a, the, the prayer says, you accept the things you cannot change. If this person winds you up to the point where you want to do physical damage to them or feel that you need to vent it through doing physical damage to others, recognize that that's a threat to your freedom. That's a threat to your life. You put a barrier in place and you make sure that you go out of your way that you don't
1: see that individual. Mm.
0: But also, the bit that guys aren't very good with doing it, go speak to someone. Yeah. And let those emotions out. Yeah. You know, rather than delaying them thinking you're covering it up with some naked girl in a strip party, um, because you're doing life but means you're not you're, but, but you're not dealing with these emotions here, that they're gonna boil over at some point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Powerful stuff. Yeah. Powerful stuff. I think the thing that's really come out of this, uh, for me and and hopefully to our listeners is that quitting is
1: as much as we've always thought it to be a negative, uh, is not always a negative and sometimes can be very positive. And perseverance and persevering in a thing where we always think it's a a positive can sometimes be a negative. Absolutely. So in and of themselves, they are very kind of uh, neutral yeah absolutely. positions and it's really about the attitude it's really about the circumstances and the things that's going on behind there as to whether it really again
0: is yeah a positive or negative in your life yeah i think the thing to remember when it comes to the, the should i should i stay should i go should i persevere should i quit whatever label you want to put it it's remember that these are just two options yeah it's a choice yeah and with each choice comes a certain level of responsibility If you choose to quit or you choose to persevere, it changes the T's and C's of your situation. And you need to accept those T's and C's. But just like with any contract that you're about to sign, you read the small print. And that means you need to analyse it fully and objectively and go, right, what happens if? What happens if I quit? What happens if I stay? Which one works best for me? And let's not pick any bones it, because we've had conversations about the whole need for being to be selfish at that point in time that decision is purely about you and it needs to be especially if it's inside of a relationship it needs to be it needs to be about you should i stay or should i go because whatever decision you make that choice has an alternate future
1: yeah absolutely
0: absolutely one thing
1: I'm going to throw in there just before we finish is talk to me about the relevance of quitting versus persevering and this thing called time. <laughs> because, you know, again, sometimes we can quit things too early. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, persevering means that you're going to have to wait a little while. Yeah. Uh, I think someone said that it was by perseverance that the snail made it into the ark. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's going to it's going to take you some I'm time. I'm going to use that one. It's going to take you some time. So talk to me just and uh, for our listeners just about the your thoughts on time in the midst of all of this
0: and the factor and the role that it kind of plays. I think for me, I, I I've learned over the years that time is relative, and what I mean by that is the speed of it is. You now we can get forward into thinking that we need to make a decision now, but you don't know how urgent it is until you've taken that objective look. You no, know, you don't know how. You know, you, we think that by doing something fast, we earn brownie points. It looks better because we've responded quickly. You know, sometimes I like responding to emails within, like, minutes of them being sent because I think it creates an impression with the person on the other side. But you need to remember, what about you? And it does boil back down to that I am. What about you? Does making this decision right now suit you? Does staying here right now suit you? You know? You know? And be again, going back with this whole thing about compromise and being having the guts enough to pursue it until you get to true compromise, you've got to pursue with this until you get a true answer. And that may not come right now. Right? It may not come right now. And you need to hit that certain level of honesty with yourself and go, right. well, I'm not going to make this, this decision in haste. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take enough time to make an accurate decision. And it's not saying that we're gonna. It's not getting to the point of procrastinating on something and not making a decision. Again, we come back to that word intent. You know, you're taking the time with absolute intention of getting to a decision. It's a committed choice. Yeah. You know? and I think a lot of times when it comes to this whole the whole time factor gets put in there because time wasn't given the respect it was due. We either just Delayed it without actually putting a date when we're gonna make a decision to something. Or we made a decision so fast we didn't think about it long enough to actually make it an educated or calculated decision. You know? I think time time has to be given its respect in its relative form to the decision that you're trying to make. I love that. Mm. Wrapped up perfectly. There you go. Somebody
1: get this guy a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> get us a TV. Show. <laughs> Listen, um, I, I, I think it's been a, a real, real, real good conversation, and I hope, um, in tackling subjects like this, is that uh, it's been able to help somebody out there. Absolutely. Uh, listening to this, so this is another AGJT production. Yeah. Uh, let's truly talk. We'll be covering more topics, um, in the coming
0: weeks, and so stay tuned. Yeah, as I say, each one teach one. I think is the actual yeah, yeah. the actual saying. So we'll be taking on each and every subject as it goes along, with the hope of teaching ourselves and and others along the way. If there's anything that you think that we need, we'd like us to go over again, then let us know as well. But equally, so if there's something that you would like covered in, the vision is to move this into a into a space where we have got a live calling at some point in time. So I'm letting you know that right from the braces now. So that's what the intention is, but. In the meantime, until we get to that stage, if there is anything that you guys want to talk about specifically or have us discuss or find out our opinions on or whatever that may be, then drop it in the comment section or drop it in the DM to either me or Jay. Um, we'll make sure that the um, everyone's Instagram handles are put on, put on this so you can actually reach us individually. Um, and let's do as the show title says. Let's truly talk. Absolutely. You stay blessed until next time. See you in the forwards that okay.